All right, guys, what a long break that was. Sorry for that. I, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I've just been really busy with real life work and uh, kind of neglected this. I know that's pretty lazy. I feel a little bit ashamed that I couldn't find 30 minutes to do this and upload it uh, each day, but you know, I'm trying to get better. I'm back. Uh, it's been almost a month since the election now. Um, uh, before I get into that, I wanted to correct. On the last podcast, I s- talked about uh, how I mentioned Veritas and Libertas, which are both Latin words. And I, I incorrectly was thinking that those were the two words on the character's fingers in uh, the Boondock Saints movie. And I alluded to the joke, and then I was like, uh, I hope some people get this joke, but then I was totally wrong about it. So, yeah, it's Veritas and Aquitas. My bad. Uh, all right. Um, so, yeah, it seems kind of like uh, this post-election month has gone about the way I expected it to. Um, I, I haven't listened to my last podcast since I, I put it up, but... I, I know that I was thinking we're still in a really bad position. It wasn't really a clear win. There are um, a lot of people who believe that there was uh, (laughs) certain varying levels of fraud, so to say. And, uh, you know, and then the other side who won seems to think that no fraud is possible in an election, or at least that they've kind of backed up from this was the this was the cleanest election in history, and there was no possibility of any fraud and then to to their next position was kind of like, well, there's not evidence of widespread fraud that could have changed the results of the election to uh to now they're saying you know, just calling it baseless, baseless claims of fraud. This is the cathedral speaking. Um, I don't know. These people are total liars. I have no faith in their ability or willingness to tell the truth about anything. Um, But, you know, luckily there are a lot of independent voices out there and you can hear what they have to say. Most of them will admit, like I will, that I don't have the time or the expertise to look over all this stuff. It's an incredible travesty, I think, to, if you really believe in democracy, to uh, just let an election slip through our fingers that, you know, it's just not clear whether it was stolen by fraudulent actors in in the system. And uh, I don't know, a lot of you are probably thinking that I sound like, a conspiracy theorist, but I mean, I'm sorry. There was no, I can think of no other election in my lifetime of, of memory, which isn't that long. It's like 35 years um, where there was a bigger incentive for fraud to happen. Nor can I, and, and obviously uh, changing all the rules and sending out, you know mail-in ballots to like every registered voter's house in some states is what happened 
Um, all of that creates the potential for more fraud. Jimmy Carter and others have, have mentioned in the past about how mail-in voting was ripe for, for fraudulent activity to happen. Um, and we have lots of witnesses of the election system talking about shady things that happened during the election. And, you know, this could be a case like a lot of things where uh, we had never really noticed it before because nobody had thought about it enough or it wasn't as um, it didn't seem important enough or, you know, there weren't enough people with voices to speak out and make make these things uh, heard. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, to me, it seems pretty likely that uh, that there were independent actors trying to create votes for Biden. And I would imagine there were probably people doing the same for Trump. But, you know, the the Trump group doesn't really control much institutional power, especially in the political and like the election system. So I kind of doubt that they would have um, any advantage over the cathedral, which wants him out like no other. So... That's kind of my take on this stuff. Uh, I guess I would say if you're my friend and you're listening or any of my audience that's listening, just try to keep an open mind and look for the evidence and, you know, don't believe everything you hear, but listen and try to try to find where there's good evidence. I mean... I mentioned the uh, Veritas reporting right after the election. Uh, you know, someone in, I think it was Pennsylvania, I don't remember, but, you know, had claiming that their postmaster or the, their boss at the post office had been sorting ballots out the day after the election that came in after they were supposed to be in. Um, and separating them from the other mail so that they could date them to the day before so that they wouldn't be counted, which I suppose some people would say is just trying to make everyone's vote count, but we have rules for a reason. Like, if you don't follow the rules and you get those people's votes and maybe others who did do it right thrown out, then I would say it's your fault that uh, people get disenfranchised, so to speak. Um, so yeah, um, so it does look like the 99% likelihood is that Biden will end up being inaugurated in January and become the president and, uh, the culture war will continue as it would regardless. I think that there are some good things about Biden potentially being elected and maybe some of you won't see them as good things, but I, for one, am not a huge believer in democracy, so to speak. I do think that democratic, like, uh, systems can be useful, um, but there's a reason that our government was set up as a republic with democratically elected representatives rather than a direct democracy, which I know a lot of people who 
maybe haven't thought about it deeply enough yet um, think that direct democracy would be the best. You know, I've heard tons of people, including myself years ago, think about and talk about the idea that, you know, why couldn't everyone just have a app on their phone or whatever or a, a login on the Internet where they could log in and vote on every single issue? But I don't think it takes much deep thought to realize that that's just silly. Like, George Carlin has a quote uh, that I always found kind of funny. Um, I, I'm going to butcher it probably, but it's something like, uh, realize how dumb the average person is and then think about the fact that 50% of them are dumber than that, <laughs> which... Is pretty funny um but the point being even people who are really very smart people in a lot of ways or may have very good skills in certain areas of life they don't have the the will or the skills or the knowledge to know what to vote for in every situation and frankly i think if you just let everyone vote for everything they would just vote for anything that sounds, you know, nice or whatever adds up to their principles. They would vote for, in certain areas, people would be installing uh, <laughs> you know, religious institutions to run their state or county or whatever. And nobody wants that. We, 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 have, we have a system that's really robust and works better than almost any government in the world. I mean, I can't think of one that I would rather live under. Now, that's not to say that America doesn't have problems. We're going to talk about a lot of America's problems on this podcast over the years, but I just, <laughs> I, so anyway, I got off on a tangent there. I was talking about um, reasons that electing Biden could be good. So one of them being kind of, uh, I guess what I would say is undermining democracy to a certain extent. Like, kind of maybe it'll shake some people awake about our democratic system and maybe in certain different ways. Like, and some people will probably come more onto my line of thinking that people should just be free and to voluntarily interact with each other the way that they want to um but others may you know see some flaws in the voting system and the way we do our elections will be scrutinized to a level they've never been in in my lifetime and that'll all be good i mean hope hopefully it will lead to better better rules better systems um you know and if there are actual fraud that can be proven, uh, if there is fraud that can be proven, you know, hopefully some of those people will go to jail or pay huge fines or, you know, there has to be some kind of accountability if, if we do are able to find some of this stuff. Um, other reasons that Biden election could be good would be... Uh, the I, I think that Donald Trump is the one thing that united the cultural left um, 
the social justice people and the kind of cathedral like establishment democrats corporate democrats and even united a lot of corporate republicans along with that group and that group again includes all the way to the left from like corporate republicans left meaning black lives matter uh you know all of these antifa all of these crazies the farther you get um are gonna be are gonna be able to fight amongst each other again because a lot of them are gonna hate biden i mean he represents literally everything <laughs> that the, the far left hates that i mean he's been in the government for 50 freaking years almost and uh you know literally voted for the Iraq war um, drafted the crime bill in 94 that is probably one of the biggest pieces of legislation that has led to the Black Lives Matter um, movement and it led to a lot of issues in all communities but you know for the black community included in that um you know, I think that included like mandatory minimum sentencing, all kinds of uh, like three strike policies where the judges are no longer given the leeway to like judge if somebody has remorse. You know, it was like automatic penalties, mandatory minimum. Um, so I guess my point being the. Donald Trump no longer being president will mean those people won't be all united into one orange man bad uh, front, so to speak. <clears throat> so that's good. Uh, reasons why it's bad. I think I'll probably be communicating a lot of those uh, as we go on here. But right off the top of my head, the first one to me is war. Um I did vote for Trump in this election, and it was mainly because of his uh, willingness to stand up to the deep state or whatever you want to call it, the military-industrial complex, the cathedral, the establishment that loves bombing brown children overseas for money. They love it. They take your taxes, or they just print money out of thin air, and they buy bombs from these companies that all these people are invested in. And uh, they get rich off of killing people. I mean, I realize I'm oversimplifying it. And I, I know that it's more complicated than that in a lot of ways. <clears throat> but uh, I think that that's the most important aspect of war. Is that we fight it if and only if there is it's in self-defense of some sort like i would have been fine with going over after 9-11 and rooting out all of al-qaeda and killing them and then leaving that would have been fine i'd be fine with that <clears throat> of course it's more complicated but again i'm on i'm on biden so i won't get into war too much uh what other bad things well biden is also the the 
candidate of the big banks, the the corporate media, the pretty much everything that I dislike about American culture um, supports supports him. Political correctness, even though, I mean, he's the one who said in the 70s on the floor of the Senate that he didn't want his children to grow up in a racial jungle when he was talking about uh, desegregating school systems. I mean, it's, it's really unbelievable how how this man got elected. He didn't even campaign. Like The last month of the quote-unquote campaign, Trump was going out to like flying to like five states a day and giving hour-long speeches on the runway with thousands of people cheering and loving him. And Biden was literally like hiding in his basement, calling a lid and not even answering questions from the media who just toss him softballs. I mean, I... Yeah, so, anyway, uh, another reason it's bad is that I don't think Biden will even survive a four-year presidency, at at least mentally um, and possibly physically. I mean, he's not even inaugurated yet, and he's already broken his foot, I believe, is what I heard, or sprained his foot really badly playing with his dog or something and that's crazy i mean he's a frail old man who won't survive which will mean that kamala harris will become the president most likely and i think it'll be a little sad that the first female president will be not elect you know not elected as the president elected as vice president and then become the president And I think that's even sadder because, frankly, she had to drop out of the Democratic primary because she couldn't even, I don't think she even had 1% of the the polling in the Democratic primary when she dropped out. I mean, people don't like her. I don't think people like that she's uh, not white and a woman, but that seems to be about the only thing that people really like about her i i can't point point to any other like great uh accolades that she has or i I can't think of anyone praising her first like some rhetorical win in a debate or anything like that like her history is a prosecutor locking up people uh on drug charges and then going on like the view or something and joking about how she smoked weed when she was in college and listening to Snoop Dogg, who wasn't making music when she was in college, but never mind that. I mean, let's just not, let's just pretend she's not a liar, shall we? Anyway, I think she's highly unlikable. I think it'll be a shame that she'll be the first female president more than likely and won't have been elected as that. So, yeah, I guess uh, we're coming up on 20 minutes, so I'm going to cut myself off here, and I'm going to continue to do this every day. Um, I am sorry. I apologize for my long, like, three-week break that I took after my first four episodes, but I'll work on it. Talk to you guys later.